Welcome to Wandsworth Radio with Sam Peck and Mark Ellings on Wandsworth Radio. Exactly. And Mark, you've been absent for ages. Been out. The what have you been doing? Stealth assassin. Uh, you know, I've been exploring the world. Um, it's Cancun. Doing a lot of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sitting on a sunbed in Cancun. And you've been... But have you been doing the shift on your own? I've actually just been doing it on my own, doing a dance show. Oh, uh, yeah? One till three. I don't know if people actually like it. Is it song heavy? It's very song heavy. Some of the songs are about nine minutes. I bet it's uh, not what people want on a Sunday afternoon. No, I kind of keep throwing out a, a disclaimer just saying... Hi guys, I know this is a long song and there's a two minute intro, but stick with us and you're going to have a good time. <laughs> so not ideal. Today's show, we've got a lot of fun topics coming up. Pizza. Yeah. Pizza, pizza parties. Party in general. Halloween. Halloween, because that's coming up two weeks, around about two weeks, is it? Or 10 days? Next week is like the main event. That's yeah. when people party for it. So we're going to throw some costume ideas out there. And then we've got <laughs> a an interview with Dan Crossley later as well. That's the party people part. Yeah, he's a very, very cool up-and-coming artist, so we've got a what, quick interview. DJ? Saxophonist? Uh, not a saxophonist at all. He's actually just a, a vocal artist who makes poppy bangers. To what? Really? Oh, he's a singer? Yeah, like honestly, he's, he's cracking. We'll play acapella? One of no. Like the overtones? Very much not acapella. He's kind of more like the years and years. But we've got games coming up as well, and to kick things off, I think we're going to go for a little bit of music to keep the energy going. Am I right? Yeah. All right. Well, who go. is it? Uh, it's Akon, Lonely. One of his first bangers. What a tune as well. Put him out, yeah, Top of the Pops just came on. Exactly. And stick around because we're chatting pizza, yo, after this. Listening to Sam Peck and Mark Ellings. And we are back. Mark's making horrible noises, as per. Because I'm standing now. You are. You, you needed to assert your dominance in the situation. Well, because you make me feel bad because you always make me wear the... No. Not wear. You make me wear my chair when you beat me <laughs> during songs. No, you make me stand on these little stools. No, so I, I look like I'm three foot tall and you're some ogre. No, I don't make you do anything. I just suggest it. And Give you me jump, the posh. Jump to it. Give me the posh mic. I say jump and you say. I say no. What? I say I'll stand. <laughs> exactly. But we're talking pizza. And why are we talking pizza, Mark? We're talking pizza because we were at opposite ends of pizza society last night. And the other reason. Do you want me to talk about the other reason? Well, yeah. What the, was the political reason? reason. Yeah, the political reason. Um, well, I found out while googling pizza that the old cabinet meeting last week about Brexit was called the Pizza Summit. Why? Why actually was it called the Pizza Summit? Or have you not done that research? I haven't read it yet. That's. that's um, but oh come on, it's it's obvious they ordered. Um, well, they had pizza. Is that why? I think they ordered pizza while they talked. Is that what they're always... But that's not like the Geneva Convention. It wasn't because they just... Actually, it was because it was in Geneva, wasn't it, probably? No, it wasn't in Geneva. It was in... Um, see, this is when Brussels. standing isn't as yeah. good as you Mark, think. Mark earlier was like, I want to stand. And I was like, you can stand, but like you've got to realise that you won't be able to do things. And now one of the things is, is he can't reach his mouse. And then I said, can I lie down? And you said no. Yeah, it's because you can't lie down. Because that's just going to sound... Well, it might sound interesting. Your voice might just be a bit like... <laughs> we'll do it next uh, piece. They met over pizza in the Commons to talk about Brexit, as do as many people do right now. So, well, they met at a pizza. No, I think they ordered they ordered in pizza. They didn't do it in a Pizza Express. <laughs> oh right, I was going to say like a lot of high stake conversation going on there. And just high, high pizza stake. High pizza. Steak. High pizza. High pizza. Mm. God, yeah. well, high stakes. I get that. Pizzas, yeah, but no, I like it. I like it. We'll go with it. But you were doing the fancy pizza, so yeah, yesterday, weren't you? So pizza's divided quite well. No, there's a very 
grand spread of pe- different pizza types, isn't there? 100%. You've got, at the top end, my end, you've got um, sourdough, chorizo, chorizo. Chorizo. At the lower end, or at the lowest end, or is it the lowest end? Supermarket pizza. I, w- I just wouldn't say it's the lowest end. It's just you're not spending £16 on a pizza. You're just spending literally £2. The lowest end, maybe the square pizzas you find sitting in like... The Sainsbury's basic ones, like the ones that uh, have just got essentially a millimetre of tomato and then a light sprinkling of cheese. Yeah, those and ones. they taste like cardboard. Because the Chicago Town mini ones, you know, the, the oven, the microwave ones that you do for a minute. From Frozen? Or? For, you can have it from Frozen, yeah. Microwave? Um, you can do the microwave ones. They're, they're kind of not brill, but like they'll do as almost like a mini appetiser, I find. To what? Appetizer to what? A bigger to your main. Which yeah. is what? A bigger a pizza? Bigger pique, a bigger pizza, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so what, why was your pants, uh, pizza so fancy? Or panzer? Well, this is the, th- this is the thing. Panzer. I just got the word. Panzer. I can bind the two words together by accident. To make a German tank. Exactly. Is that Yeah, but Mark's obsessed with World War II. Glad but you brought up panzers. That's what I really want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, and this show is going to be all about German World War II panzers. Ooh, I wish. I'll have to get rid of you and find someone. So, um, best pizza. No. See, it wasn't the best pizza. Nice pizza, but I think the pizzas get to a point where they get too fancy. Sourdough is basically like giving yourself, uh, even if you're not gluten-free, it's like giving yourself a horrendous illness because it's so thick. It stays in you like glue. But I think the sourdough industry is tricked large swathes of our generation. Yeah. Because they're like, it's actually better for you. And it's like, is it better for you than conventional dough? It can't be because you have one slice and you feel like, yeah, you've eaten 10 bricks. And by the end of it, I was like, by the end of it, oh, this is another thing. Um, It was a trendy place where the backs of the chairs only went up to like your lower back. I just don't know why being trendy consists of being uncomfortable. I know, exactly. So you couldn't lie back. And what do you want to do after a big old sourdough pizza? Lie back. Lie down. Lie down with a slice of cheesecake. Yeah, or everyone's today. Or a Chicago Town mini dish. Mini dish pizza. You can actually get the Chicago Town chocolate pizzas. Wow. Oh, I've had in Iceland. They're terrible. Yeah, but I haven't ever had one. Have you actually had one? No, I haven't had one. Well, I've had one um, when I went to Bunga Bunga. What is like a boozy brunch? They bring out before the actual pizza. They bring out a whole other pizza, but the topping is Nutella, and it's that's what it's like a pre to savoury pizzas yeah but this is the thing this is how they get you because obviously that's disgusting yeah but it's so addictive that you end up polishing off like three slices that's disgusting because yeah I've been to places where so me and my girlfriend went to like a restaurant like a pizza place and we had a pizza and then they were like you guys come here a bit like here's a chocolate pizza with a heart on it and it was like, it was Are like you getting recognised at pizza restaurants no well it's because we've been there so many times yeah I'm not saying because you're a celebrity I'm saying you're going to places too often yeah no but this was a place that we lived right next to it so it was kind of it, actually we had to stop going there because it was kind of like staling the relationship because you know when you like just go to the same place like every time you're like <laughs> maybe we should try somewhere new oh. I just can't see you through all these microphones <laughs> I, well look let me move around How's that going? I, I thank you for bringing up this topic. I hate going to restaurants so much that they recognise you. Really? What do you think? Do you like it? I I quite like the sense of community. <laughs> <laughs> and at Wandsworth Radio, we're all about community. All about community. Um, no, if if they knew my order, I'd stop going because I feel pathetic. I would love to go there or a bar where essentially it was like, oh, you're right. 
how's it going, Sam? Here's your favourite drink. Oh, no. Here, I'm sending you a nice, tasty Cronenberg for you. You'd have like a neck oil. <laughs> Here's a warm Cronenberg for you, Sam. <laughs> yeah. Extra disgusting. Here's a tin of Foster's. <laughs> and you go, yes! And then they're like, we order it in for you because no one else drinks it. <laughs> it's literally disgusting. But I think the main reason we you don't like going to places is because... You've, you're, you're void of emotion. No. And that ties in nicely. You've been speaking to everyone I know. <laughs> exactly. We've, this is actually part of your intervention. But because you're an emotionless robot, you're also heartless, which is our next song by Kanye, Kanye West. West. Love it. Enjoy the song. Okay. In the night I... Welcome back. You're joining Sam Peck and... Mark. Ellings. Exactly. There's your last name. Thank you. Uh, you joined us previously just chatting about pizza because we were both on opposite scales of the pizza spectrum last night. I was at a small house party having oven pizzas. Mark was at a fancy pizza restaurant. Mm. Living it up. Living it up. Living it up, but maybe living it down because, as I said, the sourdough has taken its revenge throughout the week. And on your guts, you were saying. Well, we're unsure at the moment. When, as, as developments take place, I'll let you know. I'd, I'd be interested to find out, and I think our listeners would be as well. I can imagine. But um, So, I want to talk to you about your perfect pizza. I would like to talk about perfect pizza as well, please. Have you generated a perfect pizza in your head? I think so. Well, let's start with the shape. The shape? It's a circular pizza. Wow, like very a, boring. Pure, oh, I don't want like an oblong pizza because that means you get less pizza. Oblong? Like an oval? Yeah. Yeah, that's what they give you in some places now. Yeah, they're like, here you go, here's a, a dodgy pizza that our pizza person hasn't properly stretched out into a circle. Ah, th- that's another thing about these posh pizza places. It's trendy to just give you something that looks like sick. Yeah, like slop it out and you're like... And it's all daggered up in different directions. And you're just a bit like, you know what? At the end of the day, like I'd actually quite like a real pizza, please. Yeah. And there's barely any cheese on it. Yeah, exactly. And the tomato sauce pops. I'll give you that. It pops like crazy. Yeah, but I just want sugary cherry tomato kind of pizza sauce, where Puree. essentially it's just like sh- sugar syrup. This is the thing. Last night, the, the tomato sauce popped so hard. But then I realized on the taxi home, it was salt. And yeah. I'm gasping for water. It's like I've been in the desert for five years. What? You're going to have to talk to him. Are you absolutely serious? Yeah. Why? What's happened to you? Talk to me about your favourite pizza, Mark. What? Describe it to me. Are you mad? Do it. All right. <laughs> so, I'm going to go through my favourite pizza in exquisite detail. You've got um, oblong, maybe, but as I said, if it gets burnt in certain places and that makes the whole thing uh, not worth it. Cheese factor, you want that weird thing where it has the tomato on the outside ring so it looks kind of like oily mildew and then the cheese should be in the middle. Are you back? Yeah, mate. So what were you rambling on about? (laughs) I was asking about my favourite pizza, but now I'm going to have to go back to yours. No, I was enjoying hearing about your favourite pizza because usually what happens, you ask me a question and you don't listen and then you say it anyway. No, 
I was listening to what you said. What were you saying? Not oblong. Not oblong. Perfect exactly. circle. Perfect circle. So you just want the pizza express? I essentially want a Domino's. <laughs> like, I don't really care about the, you know, fancy pizza. I want to spend £18 on a full house from Domino's. It's a grease, grease fest. I want 2,500 calories pulsating through my veins. Well, it's way more than that. What about sides, though? Um, yeah, well, you obviously go for the mega dip. And I would also quite like some of those chicken kickers as well, <laughs> just to get really going. We've, we've only got... Barbecue sauce? Um, or just the bucket of cream dip? I want the bucket of cream dip that's 700 calories. And also, I feel legitimately superhero when I'm, when I'm on all that pizza. <laughs> I'm just trying to get the news. We good to go with the news? Because it's half past, yeah? News. Alrighty, and now we're going for news. What's your favourite pizza? <laughs> we'll go for your favourite pizza in a second, but let's go. I think we're going. It comes after Theresa May suggested extending the Brexit transition period to avoid a hard border with the Republic of Ireland, keeping the UK in the EU for longer than previously promised. A train has derailed in Taiwan, killing 17 people. Government officials in the country say more than 100 others are hurt. The Coast Guard has confirmed nobody is missing or in the water after a ferry hit several yachts off the coast of the Isle of Wight. The Red Falcon collided with a number of boats whilst approaching Cows Harbour this morning. Russia has condemned the US plans to withdraw from a nuclear weapons deal and called it a very dangerous step. President Trump has announced he intends to terminate the 1987 Intermediate Range Nuclear Forces Treaty. An investigation is underway after a woman died in a fire at a flat after, sus after a suspected gas explosion. Three people were rescued from the property in northwest London this morning. A fundraising page has been set up in memory of Battersea murder victim Ian Tomlin. Supporters want to raise £80,000 for a memorial to set up a boxing academy in his name. And now for once worse weather. Today will be a sunny and dry day with temperatures of up to 17 degrees. Once for radio news, there's more at 2 o'clock. And what was your favourite pizza? Uh, my favourite pizza is probably goat cheese and red onion or anything with a lot of mozzarella and chilli on it as well. So bougie. So bougie. <laughs> That's like the bougiest pizza I've ever heard. What's on it? Goat cheese. Goat cheese, what was it? Goat cheese, goat caramelized. Cheese, red onion, caramelised onion and chilli. An onion person and goat well. cheese. Yeah. You're going to know you've had that. <laughs> oh, I think that is a fan. I think you win, except from not enough calories in it for me. Um, and I think we're going to go for a quick song. What song? We're going Pure Shores, All Saints. What an absolute shame. Why do we get, why do we get these songs? All right, go. It's amazing. We're back. We're back. I love that All, All Saints song, don't you? Uh, it was better than I thought, but I really wish that uh, we didn't have to play music solidly from the 90s. I don't think we have to. We've got a popular music coming up next by French Montana. Ah, old Frenchy Montana. Old oh, French. Oh, Francais Montana. Sorry. Don't smash the equipment. Well, you get me angry. Uh, so you want to stop talking about pizzas, but I just want to cover off a few more points. I think everyone wants to stop talking about, stop talking about pizza. But you were going to say... Worst, the best. Okay. In all, we can be quick. Yeah. What, so we're talking restaurants. Or no, we well, we could do both. Let's do worst types and then restaurants. Okay, you start, because I think I don't know what you mean. <laughs> so, worst. The worst pizza 
is the 99 mm, 70p one from Sainsbury's. Yeah, like the basic. Non non frozen, that weird fresh one. Yeah. Yeah. Then I would go the frozen one. Yeah. like two pounds. Yeah. Then I would say like a maybe the the fresh, cheaper ones, like the ones that are still in a nice box. They've got yeah. like a stuffed crust. I prefer. See, the fresh fancy ones that they try and flog you because they look fancy are worse than the frozen ones. I'd give you that, actually. You know what? I'd put... Because, like, the Sainsbury's basic big blue one. Yeah. Like, the one with marguerite or whatever. I think they've overdone it. And I'm like, just cut it back a bit. Make it just more of a pizza and charge me less than £5, please. Yeah, and they make pizzas that are too big to get in your oven now. Yeah. What's the point in that? We can talk about sizes later. We can. I suppose we could, but maybe we shouldn't. (laughs) Um, But there's also... uh, Goodfellas. Yeah, Frozen I, or the gang or the Mafia? I'd say both, but I'd say the Frozen one's better than... The Mafia. The Mafia one. What about Pizza Express ones, the fresh ones that you can get? What on, Oh, what, at the supermarket? At the supermarket. They're, they're nothing compared to going to Pizza Express. Well, that's got the whole experience, hasn't it? And also, the Pizza Express locations... Are top class. Yeah, as we're Yeah, just amazing discussing before the radio show how those guys get the best joints as in places not not marijuana which is legal now in some places in Canada (laughs) and parts of America Wandsworth and Wandsworth soon to be Wandsworth (laughs) I do think that we should we should start legalising marijuana (laughs) really I don't I'm I'm against it probably against Ofcom this (laughs) yeah 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 it's illegal in Wandsworth as well Um, Pizza Express Versus ZZ's versus Prezzo. Where do you stand? Obviously, Pizza Express is the best. Prezzo's next best because it's got a great range Ask. and lovely salads. ASK, I'd still say, is worse than Prezzo's only because they've got less stuff on the menu, but their garlic bread is off the chain. <laughs> is it better than... Yes. Tr- it's the best because what they do is they give you like just the most so- sodden... Mm. garlic bread with cheese and garlic you know when yeah. it's like crispy and you're like it's not garlic bread it's yeah like, I had that last night uh, yeah Prezzo that garlic bread I went there for Valentine's years ago <laughs> Valentino <Classy>. Rosso <laughs> yeah. when I was like 21 Classy. which is still probably is that still too old to be going to <laughs> no I think it's alright I think when you're like 30 actually no, you know what you go to Prezzo on Valentine's night but it gets worse though because they did like the Valentine's special which was like four courses for 35 quid Every single one was a different type of bread or pizza. Wow, well, yeah, it's a lot. And ruined Valentine's. Yeah. We had to go outside the restaurant and sit down on a park bench, and it was like 11 p.m. It's not great. Because my body was overheating. Yeah. Well, I, I one time took Lucy to, my girlfriend, a <laughs> Valentine's you night. Meant you took Lucy to see your girlfriend? <laughs> to my actual girlfriend. Um, <laughs> Rebecca. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> not really, Lucy. Uh, to a restaurant in Bristol. So we were at uni. And I hadn't booked it, so I could only find somewhere like it was like two days before. So you, like the good places had gone, mm. and we went to this hotel. And I kid you not, it was almost like a school classroom with how close everyone was sat next oh, to each other. Yeah. And everyone was literally, it was almost like a, a big chess competition. <laughs> like everyone was like side by side, and like I could hear everyone's conversations next to me. It was like being on first dates. Did you go insane? <laughs> No, but you just felt embarrassed, didn't you? Because you were just like, I'm really sorry I've let you down on Valentine's night. I was supposed to be romantic and I failed you. But that's that's London dining now as well. Whenever you go out as a two, right? We went to... Um... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Where did we go? Flat, oh. flat iron. Yeah, flat iron's mental. The thing yeah. about flat iron, as you said, 
they put you on a park bench with eight other strangers. Yeah. And at one point, they're like, oh, if you want, you can sit here. And that would have been me in front of a stranger, Charlotte, my girlfriend, in front of a stranger. Like, we're sitting side by side. Oh, that's random. Well, how, where's the romance? Where's the remorse? You wouldn't get this in Paris. That's what I said. Well, you probably would. And they charge you loads for it as well. In Paris. And everything was smell of weak. And true, because it's a less good version of London. Um, <laughs> but on the being sat on tables with people, I took my mum to Clapham, because that's in the Wandsworth area. Wandsworth radio. Wandsworth um, radio. Actually, Clapham's in Lambeth, isn't it? No, Wandsworth, is it? Lambeth? Oh, I don't know. Lambeth's Kennington, is it? Yeah, but Brixton's Lambeth. Is it Lambeth? I think so. No, it's Wandsworth, man. Trust. Your Wandsworth. Oh, no, it doesn't, because on our jingle it goes, Battersea, Putney. No, it goes Clapham. Battersea, Putney. Yeah, yeah. Wandsworth Radio. But anyway, so what, you in Clapham? Um... It, actually, we can we can play the jingle quickly just to see. Can you? You've got the skills to play the jingle off the cuff. Let's do it. Oh, it's wrong the jingle. Right one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's so jazzy. <laughs> well, if it comes out again, if they do the not the big jingle, we'll know about it. Yeah, exactly. So no, sorry. So we went to Clapham, went to number thirty-two, lovely restaurant, local restaurant with the balcony. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, me, my mum. Lucy and my new stepdad at the time. Uh, he is actually now my actual stepdad. I don't know why I said it at the time. Congrats. Um, but we went to a restaurant and they were like, do you mind sitting on a table with like 12 people? Mm. And my stepdad was like, he, he's from um, like Surrey and quite well to do. And he was like, absolutely not. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He was like, no. Yeah, I know. And he was like, you know what? You're right. Yeah. New dad. Yeah. Well <laughs> You're not my dad. Is that when you start calling him dad? Daddy? No, I do call him dad now to freak him out. That's quite a joke. I don't know my dad likes that. Yeah, I was going to say. Do you want to talk about square versus round tables? Or maybe that after the break? I think we're going to go to a quick song by French Montana. What is it, Mark? I don't know the name. It's Unforgettable. Unforgettable. When people were jumping out of their cars and uh, dancing to it. No, that is Drake. No, they were doing it last year as well. No, in in petrol stations. You're a liar. In gas stations. In gas stations across America. Anyway, you're listening to Wandsworth Radio in America. Uh, and this is French Montana featuring Sway Lee. It's unforgettable. Perfect amount of time. It is, and you came on in that, and we still got the fan on. Because it's hot in here. You're listening to Sam Peck and... Uh, Mark Erling. It's hot like a pizza oven in here. Oh, because that's what we're talking about a lot today. We're still talking about pizzas because Mark's on <laughs> a mad pizza hype. Sam, because there's so much to fit in. So, we've talked about our favourite pizzas. What's your favourite topping? Pe- pepperoni. What's the nation's favourite topping? I'm going to say pepperoni as well. Well, you'd say that because you're an idiot. And I've always said that about you. I've always thought that you're a little man. Well, an idiot would say that, but you, Gov, would not. The YouGov poll uh, found that what is the UK's favourite topping? Hey, can, can I guess? Can I guess? Uh, no. Can I guess? Pepperoni's fourth place. Fourth place in the most popular toppings of the UK nation. Of the UK nation. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to say number one margarita then. No. Ham. <laughs> no. A topping. Margarita is a topping. It's a Cheese. <laughs> no. Anchovies. No, no. That's way down. Okay, all right. Uh, mushroom. 
Correct. Mushroom is number one. Shrooms. Shrooms. Yeah. Dodgy shroom pizzas. Magic or not, they don't go into the detail. But yeah. What? One's Words Radio just... does not support shrooms. No. Well, mushrooms. Mushrooms we do. Fungi. If appropriately bought, uh, you know, well registered shops that sell yeah. mushrooms. Hallucinogenics, not. No. Not the ones you get from Smelly Alley in Reading. No, not at all. Is that a thing called Smelly Alley? There's a place called, yeah. Well, we're not going to, well, 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 let's not go into where you can actually <laughs> buy it because that, <laughs> that is literally condoning the sale. No, but it's a shop. It's not, I don't, I'm not saying that there's someone selling shrooms in an alley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it sounds so. like you are. <laughs> there's not, I'm not saying that. Um, so, it goes mushrooms and then it goes onion. Onion. Who even asks for that as a topping? And then wait, onions number two <laughs> ever. <laughs> so our people who voted, sixty-five percent said shroom mushrooms, sixty-two percent said onion, and sixty-one percent said ham. Hard so, as. Isn't that like over a hundred percent though? Of the, <laughs> you know how sometimes. What? what <laughs> like the that, re- that sounds to me like they've made that. <laughs> no, it's no. You know what I mean. Do I? I do. I'm just being mean. Well, explain <laughs> what I mean. I don't know. <laughs> I actually don't. What's going on? But would you want to carry on? Yeah, I, I got I'm, more enjoying, pizza, yeah? I'm enjoying the, uh, the the kind of nation's top pizza. So uh, wait, wait, least, just least favorite. If, if you've just joined us, we're recounting the UK's top pizza toppings, and we've just had mushroom as number one. Number two is onion. Yeah. Number three is ham. So at the moment you're having a ham, onion, and mushroom pizza. But is it accumulative now? Cumulative, well, is it compound? Is it compounding for the further down we go on the list? So what's number five? No. Uh, what's number four? So you've got... Uh, so we've done the You've got 51 is tomato, as in like as a topping, not a margarita base. People who have large buffalo tomatoes on their pizzas are essentially psychopaths. Should they be slaughtered? I think, yeah, I'm going to say it. <laughs> no, they shouldn't. Uh, and then next, um, bacon. All these topics are toppings that I would never consider. Bacon's not, for me, it's not, I, it's not a go-to pizza topping. It's more of a, a sandwich topping. I thought you gave meteor when you... No, so I wouldn't go for like a meatball-based pizza because I think meatballs and pizza is taking it too far. They're too, yeah, it is just, it's food on food. It's horrible. Yeah. Pe- meatballs and pizza should be separate foods. Pizza should be separate food. Wait, what? Someone <laughs> took it in about the radio show. Okay. We can read it. It's blew my mind. So confused. <laughs> Least favourite. On the list, I'll tell you now. Do you want to you want to guess? I do want to guess. The least favourite nation's pizza topping is anchovies. No. Capers. No. Let me guess again. Artichoke. Oh, that is terrible though. Yeah. I had that on the pizza once and I wanted to throw it at the weight stuff. Yeah. I throw all my food at the weight stuff anyway. Um... 26% of those who voted, voted spinach. Spinach? Mm. Uh, spinach and ricotta is a bit of a classic, though. It's a tough survey, though, because did they give options? Because at the end of the day, you could be like, well, but, wine gums. Yeah, but realistically, are you going to have wine gum pizza? No. Unless you're in, like, Stoke <laughs> Newington or something. Because Wandsworth, <laughs> you're looking at the classics. You're looking at, at our, the kind of goat's cheese, onion... And chili that our friend earlier was talking about. <laughs> our friend earlier. <laughs> Sophia. Sophia, she's not even listening. She's not um, even looking at us right so, now. So, uh, my last point is, do you remember, all right, do you remember when we tried to use our radio privileges to get free pizza restaurants? We nearly did it as well. There was a, 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 uh, a shop opening in 
Wandsworth, and we 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 spoke to him and like, look, we'd love to come review your pizza shop. Indoors, indoors, endorsing exactly free advertising. Millions of people <laughs> listen to Wandsworth Radio, and they turn us down. And they turn us down. And look at them now. We're doing a whole episode on pizzas. It's prime time for them. Yeah, and you know what? Whatever your company was called, I'm not going to mention the name of it. Go screw a pizza. Maybe no, no, sorry. All right, play the song. All right, we're going for a song. It's one thing that you do have when you go for pizzas is quite large automatic automatic ovens, oven pizzas, mm. and the song is called Automatic. Mm, that was a really weak. Thing. Okay. Uh, it's a Luna George Automatic featuring Zoo. Across Battersea, Putney, and Ballam. This is Wandsworth Radio News. And we're back. You're listening to Sam Peck and Mark Ellings. Mark, I'm setting up. You're setting up. You still haven't got your headphones ready. We're doing a quick game now because we've had so much pizza-related content that I we're going to go back to. I still want to talk about pizzas with Sam saying that we need a break. We need just a small break. Give the listeners a break. And just to say, we haven't actually only got pizza content coming up. We do have our interview with Dan <laughs> Crossley coming up at the 2.45. Who is Dan Crossley? Well, you know, give some information. Is he a politician? He's a up-and-coming artist from Telford. Uh, he's 22 years old, very trendy looking, and I've seen a picture of him, and he looks extremely trendy. Yeah, very nice as well, but very trendy, incredibly look good live as well, and very good looking, I would say. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, handsome. Were you guy. inappropriate to him? No, I wasn't. I was just, uh, I was kind of in awe. You know, when you're like, oh, you are, you're pretty cool. Well, yeah, I mean, nice. You showed, you showed me the picture just now when you posted a picture of him on Instagram, and I was like, wow, he makes me look uh, bland, and I'm a very spicy guy. People say. A lot of people say that when they walk past me. He's way, way more spicy than you. Like, you're genuinely vanilla ice cream in comparison. What's he? He's mint choc chip. He's mint, well, it's not <laughs> spicy, it's cool ass. No, that's like garlic. He's like garlic ice cream. <laughs> He's like garlic. <laughs> no, you know Why what? Why haven't you even said chilli? He's like salt and vinegar ice cream. You know you can buy Ugh. salt and vinegar ice cream. But anyway, sounds very we go to our feature. Feel what? Feel old, feel old yet. Yeah, feel old yet. Which we played last time I was here. We were young when I was last here. Yeah, that was... I maybe I was a different age. You were very much... Um, it was it was like six weeks ago. I think it was before my birthday, so we have grown older. Yeah. You that makes you feel old. You actually have. But feel old yet, as a concept, is there are lots of memes going around at the moment where essentially they people point out things that make you feel old, and then they just go, feel old yet. Yeah. So we're going to bring you two now. It's the best. Two of the best that we found in... 45 seconds. Would you like to go first? No, I'll let you go first. Why? Um, I don't know. I just, I've, I think yours might be better. Or do, you, do you want me to go? I'll go first. You go first because last time you you screwed it up. I've forgotten what you said, but it w- didn't make you feel old. No, okay. It so was I, horrible. It was I've, about murder. I've got two then. It was about Tupac and Biggie. Yeah. That doesn't make you feel old. It, it does. just makes you feel sad. All right, anyway, shut up. Um, so my feel old yet, feel old yet, is that Super Mario 64 is 17 years old. Mm. And that makes GoldenEye, the James Bond <laughs> ni- uh, Nintendo 64 game, 16 years old. 
Does that make you feel old yet? Feel old yet? That makes me feel old. Yeah. Did you play them? I did, but I I feel like I played them a little bit later than when they first came out, so I don't feel that old. It's because you were quite late to develop. I was both physically and mentally. And mentally, yeah. So, so <laughs> neither. So your hands couldn't fit on the controller, and your brain couldn't even work out what was going on. I just didn't know where I was. <laughs> Keeping it simple, really. What was your feel old yet? Oh, my, I've got a feel old yet, but I just thought of a better one. Oh, I've got two. You gave two. Go on. I was on play Numero Uno. Go on. Um, the Motorola Razor, everyone's favourite flip phone from when they were a ute, was... Sorry, just hung up past close. Um, is the mo- it's in a museum now. That it's is just being commissioned to a museum because it's seen as a relic. Oh, that's depressing. It's, it's standing next to what looks like... Uh, the phones from the 80s when, you know, like uh, the big brick phones. So it goes big brick phone, razor, iPhone, which I think they skipped a few generations. They there. really did. They, what about the Sony Ericsson's? They, they had loads of phones. 3310, everyone bangs on about that like it was their best friend. That was pretty much my... I had that phone for about eight years. I've had an iPhone for a year and it's already broken. I had that phone, my 3310. I, thr- I flinged it, well not even flinged it, like hurled it from the halfway line of a football pitch. And it smashed against the crossbar mm. of the goal, <laughs> well a metal goal bar. And it literally was like obliterated into a million pieces. And yeah. I was like, my phone's obviously broken. Went to it, reassembled it, worked. <laughs> and I mean, like, better than before almost. But your parents would have loved to have seen you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> voluntarily <laughs> launching your phone, which at the time probably cost like five million pounds. Yeah, and it didn't even have the internet. But you, what's your second one? Second one is a uh, little pump was born in 98. That does make me feel old. And Lil Pump, for those who don't know, is the one of the hottest guys on the scene right now. Yeah, but he's also a total idiot, I think, isn't it? Yeah, but then you're just old, man. Yeah. But All he's of the youths are looking at him going, this guy's got what he wants. I mean, how old is he? I think he's like 70. He's like 20. Yeah, and he's done more than you'll ever do. A hundred, like a million percent. I, I'm like at the peak of my game right now, and I'm on a community radio station. But apparently he did develop very quickly. Oh yeah, again, and mentally. <laughs> Whereas I was held back. Um, and I think after that feature, Feel Old Yet, mm-hmm. which I'm not going to lie, your first one makes me feel a bit old, yeah. the Motorola. Little Pump, uh, not that old. Because oh. I, I don't see him as a contemporary. Or you t- I, I don't see him as a contender. A contender, that's what I mean. That's a better word. What, because what? We're, We're not beating him? No, he's in... Uh, he's like Kanye West. You know, he's like huge. Yeah. If you were like, but he's like five years old. One so, something that would maybe make me feel old is if you were like, you do know that Rick Edwards was already on TV and had like an established TV career at like twenty. Same well, Simon Amstel was like eighteen. That's what I mean. That makes me feel old because I'm twenty-five. Oh, and Rihanna's twenty-eight. That doesn't make me feel old because I'm older than her. So I've still got three years yeah. to become Rihanna. Doesn't it feel to. like Rihanna's been in your life for? I mean, she has. She literally. Uh, she was seventeen when she brought out. Uh, on the replay and that is an absolute banger wish we had that on but we don't we're going to go to another contemporary this one does make me feel a bit old because she is the same age as us Taylor Swift I think I think she's younger she's younger than you I think she's my uh, year we're basically the same you're she's five years older than <laughs> me no so she's 12 months younger than me yeah exactly and she's I think she's a little bit older than me <laughs> um, <laughs> but here she is it's the one and only Taylor Swift with I knew you were trouble let's go
back. Bleeding hell, that was loud. <laughs> uh, so, what are we allowed? We we're, we're allowed to talk about pizzas again, aren't we? Yeah, we are. We so had that game. Phil Old Jet, that was good. Yeah, we just played Phil Old Jet, where we say things that make you feel old, essentially. And did I? I won again, didn't I? No. The old razor. No. The Motorola. Did you have a razor? I didn't have a razor, but you're here to talk about pizza more than anything, aren't you? Yeah. I well, I want to talk about. Uh, not my favourite pizza. We discussed that. I want to talk about celebrity pizzas. What celebrity pizzas? Well, I'm going to give you names of people, and as I do this, I'm going to have to sit back down. Onto my perch. Okay, so um, Jennifer Lawrence. What's her favourite pizza? What's her favourite pizza? I'm going to say her favourite pizza is Hawaiian. Wrong, idiot. As always, she makes her own pizzas. Yeah, but does she make her own Hawaiian pizza? No. Her favourite pizza looks like more of a sandwich. Is that a Her favourite creation includes a piece of pizza, add some southern chilli and noodles, and top it off with another slice of pizza. Wow. So she makes a pizza slam sandwich. Okay, nice. Any other celebs there? Loads of other celebs. Glad you asked. Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper's favourite pizza. I know it because me and him had it together. Very well regarded person in the music industry, so be careful. Philly cheesesteak pizza. Well, he's not from Philadelphia. No. I think that's what you were getting at, weren't you? No. But I just know that he loves Philly cheese. Well, if you knew where he was from, where's he from? Come on. Guess Chance the Rapper. Atlanta, probably. Chicago. Is he? Of course. Chicago deep dish. He's Chicago, Chicago's best prodigy. And it is a deep dish pizza. Of course it is. That's me. <laughs> um, more, but another, one of the most well-regarded people in music. Who do you think that is? Kanye. No, he's not very well regarded at the moment. Is he not? No. He's been saying all that crazy stuff. Yeah, and he met Trump the other day, which is a bit weird. Shouldn't no. Have, shouldn't have done that. You know, she is probably the most well regarded. Yeah, that's so cryptic. There's so many. Mariah Carey. Uh, no, Beyonce. Oh, Beyonce. Is she well regarded? She's so well regarded. No, Isn't she's it? not. Um, okay, so what do you think? I'm going to say Beyonce's favourite pizza is a. A Hawaiian again. Well, you're just trying. It's veg. She's vegan, so it's her to-go pizza is tomato sauce with jalapenos. Jalapenos. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I we're like gonna, jalapeno. We're gonna find out again what uh, what our favourite pizzas are after this. Are we just gonna do more pizza stuff after? We've these? got Ed Sheeran, Kate Middleton, and, and LeBron James. All right. So all of this pizza content plus an interview with Dan Crossley will have his music coming up after the news. Here it goes. Wandsworth Radio. Say it in like a professional manner. You're <laughs> listening to Wandsworth Radio. You just told me that you barked an order at me. Yeah, but because you, you scare need me when you do that. <laughs> you need direction. Hey, but look, we haven't got time left. And you know you want to wrap me up <laughs> talking <laughs> about these pizzas. Uh, wrap me up like a calzone. Sharks, <laughs> go on. Okay, so look, one more celebrity pizza. <laughs> Guess how many toppings is on LeBron James's favourite pizza? Say it quickly. 16. Tall topping for a tall man. Can Lock. I run through them? No. Pizza dough, spicy sauce, mozzarella, cheese, parmesan, grilled chicken, turkey meatballs, banana peppers, green peppers, peppers, red onions, basil, garlic, spinach, sea salt, oregano, arugula, something else I can't read, olive oil, drizzle. That 
was a waste of everyone's time. That was 16 no, toppings. Hey, no one could hear it because you said it too quickly. No one could taste that many toppings. And also, like, was there also a topping of sleeping pills on that? Because that was boring and I'm tired now hey, after listening to that. Well, what's not boring? It's partying. partying. Exactly. <laughs> Pizza parties. I was at one last night and it was really fun because that's where it all kicked off. Mark went to a super fancy pizza restaurant and I just had a great night in with the lads and my mates. Was it a great night? It was actually really fun and we had <laughs> loads of pizza, too much pizza. We had eight pizzas between six people. So how many toppings? Uh, there was actually mainly one, one topping throughout. So eight toppings? No, or it was one just topping. pepperoni throughout all the pizzas. Throughout That's all eight bland. pizzas. Yeah, it was bland. But there was Goodfellas, there was other brands that were available. Is it the Mafia group or the pizzas? The, 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 uh, the Mafia group, obviously. Okay. But there's obviously other types of parties. Really? Like Christmas parties, <laughs> which we're coming up and having one in Christmas time. <laughs> what, are we? I think so. The ones where radio is having a Christmas party. Oh, are the listeners invited? Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Exclusive. Exclusivity. Uh, but gotcha. then we've got another type of party coming up way sooner than Christmas. Oh yeah? Halloween. Hallow's Eve. Hallow's Eve. Maybe we're on are we in Hallow's Eve right now? The build up? I think we are, is it and it's getting spooky around here really. Halloween, one of the most dangerous, illustrious parties of them all. It is. And what are you gonna dress as, Mark? Well, I won't say what I'm going to dress as. I was planning on going as <laughs> a cat. <laughs> no, what did I go as last year? Hey, I went as a caveman, but everyone just thought I went as an old man. As Fred Flintstone, because that's so boring. You went as the most boring place. No, I went, I teased, this is the thing, I, st- I bought a duvet cover from Primark, because I was like, I'm going to tea stain it, make it look like an old caveman rag. But how the tea stains actually turned out, they all just centred around the crotch area, so it just looked like <laughs> I had had an accident. <laughs> looked like you'd, you'd had a tea stain crotch area. Not great. What are you going to go as? Uh, I've going with Lucy as John Travolta from Pulp Fiction. Who's going as John Travolta? I'm going as John Travolta. Lucy's going as Uma Thurman. So she's going to have like... Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman, yeah. Not Uma Thurman's something, yeah. Uma so. Thurman's Oh, aren't you right? She could go as Uma Thurman. You should tell her that. She, she is, but we're going to do like a couple dressing up. And we are going to go to a nice <laughs> ho- uh, Halloween-related song now. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Ghost Town specials Lovely. i don't even know if it is that no it is this it's a good one you'll know it when it comes on and then we're gonna have some music by dan crossley and an interview so let's kick off with the specials I don't know about you, Mark, but I'm feeling relatively Halloweeny. Are you? I'm not feeling as Halloweeny as I used to. Why? Because when you were a youth, you used to uh, do trick or treating, the most Halloweeny of true festivities. Yeah, all, all part of the whole season. Now, what's your favourite Halloween snack? Favourite Halloween snack was some of the little gummy pizzas that you get. You know, the small circular ones. Pizza. Oh yeah. Back to pizza. Do you want to talk about pizza? No, we're not going to talk about pizza. So, but, but now. Everything, you know, it used to be so, uh, when you're young, so harmless, walk around talking to neighbours, but now what is it about? It's now only about going partying, and we did go partying quite hard on Thursday night. I didn't. I did, yeah, I got home at 2.30am. Well done. After interviewing a pretty cool artist, he's up and coming. What's he coming as for Halloween? Uh, I didn't ask that, probably should have. You know, at the time it wasn't very near Halloween. (laughs) Ish. <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> it's it's not. I think it's closer now to Halloween than it, it was. Well, it's Thursday. definitely closer. Time has moved on. Exactly. So we didn't find out what his costume would be, 
but I'm sure it might be like a little devil. Ooh. Maybe a vampire, even. Maybe a vampire. But it was certainly quite a wild one. We went out in Chelsea, and uh, that we the person we, we went to the gig of, or I went to, I don't know why I keep saying we, me and my mate Casey went, uh, was Dan Crossley. Very, very cool up-and-coming artist. He was. Uh, he made me feel pathetic, really. What's his genre? Uh, I kind of said, we've got a song coming up, and we'll, we'll play that out or after the after the interview. Did he have but a head it's tattoo? It's kind of like, he did have a head tattoo. He's kind of like poppy, but kind of cool pop. Almost like Mo or a Luna George. That's how I've been describing it to people. Cool. I know neither of those artists. But you might know Jesse J. And after Jesse J, we've got the interview with Dan Crossley. So I bet Dan Crossley would be furious about that. What, Jesse J? No, that's, it's kind of the vibe, I think. Is she still doing things? I think so. Well, she's Play. doing better things than we are. Yeah, anyway. Speak for yourself, mate. I'm talking about pizzas. Here it is. It's Domino's. <laughs> pizzas. <laughs> Jesse J, enjoy. And we now go to the main event, the interview with Dan Crossley, up and coming 22 year old from Telford. Very poppy, very cool. Here it goes. Discussing his favourite pizza. When I was 15, I would email a load of people from down in London that worked in the industry and whatnot. I'd try and find them on Facebook. It was kind of weird for a little bit. But yeah, I'd just like do whatever I could to find them and uh, get in touch with them. And basically, I would just then. Um, give them a message and like come down on the train and stuff basically so that was like the that was the, the first lot of it and then I'd just come down for a good couple of weeks at a time sleep in the studio and then when I was old enough I just moved straight here you know and uh, that's when it all flourished I guess so. did you have to send a lot of emails yeah a lot you get a lot of no's yeah so I would set like it'd be a ratio from like 30 and then you get one no. but um hours at home after school did me all right so what was your first yes? Do you, do you remember that? Um, I remember there was this little studio um, in Farringdon. I can't remember the name of it for the life of me. But um, it, it led to me working with a couple of producers and whatnot. And that was like my first, like, where they said, oh, we believe in you. We're going to put you in the studio for a little bit and see what we'll see what comes out. Were you like? Were there any moments? Because obviously getting that initial, like, mm. we, we see something in you must have been, like, amazing. Yeah. Were there any moments where you kind of had to pinch yourself or are you still waiting for that real pinch yourself moment? I'm definitely still on my way to that. It's a long journey. It's a long, um, it, you've got a graft and that's, I'm still doing that now. I'm just grafting on a bigger scale now yeah. <laughs> to what I was. Obviously like one yes at 15 was like, I thought I'd won the lottery. Turns out you have to, there's a lot more no's and yes's you've got to go through. But um, yeah, I, I'm in a good place right now so I can't complain. I'm all yeah. good. Who like some of your main influences? Do you think um, Stevie Wonder's a huge influence? Just growing up, I'd always listen to Stevie, uh, Michael Jackson as well. Grew up listening to him a lot. Uh, anyone with like soul in their voice, man. Like um, I love different voices as well. Like Paloma Faith, I think is an amazing artist. Um, Sia as well. Just people with a lot of grit and passion behind them. And anyone that makes me feel something, I'm there for it. You know. So for people who maybe don't know your music, mm -hmm. how would you kind of describe your style in maybe three words? Um, Genre-wise, I'd say pop, soul, R&B. Um, three words, I would say emotional, hard-hitting, class that as one word, a double barrel, we'll call that a double barrel, and then real. <laughs> <laughs> 
real. Because mm. you've got, like, I'm just looking at you now, you've got quite like a, a, a interesting style. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say some of your like style influences are? I've never really like had like a, a full on like style. I, I like designers. Um, but yeah, I kind of just feel it out. Like I always was the edgy one at school, you know, <laughs> like I'd always be like the one that would try different things. I wasn't afraid to like think outside the box and like I'd always be the one with drawing tattoos on myself at school with a pen and getting myself into trouble. Um, I always dressed a little bit edgier than everyone else, but that's how I just grew up and uh, I've kind of stayed with me throughout the years. It's just a bit toned down now. I, c- I can see that you've got like quite a few tattoos. Yeah. How many have you got? 14, I think. I've kind of lost count now. It kind of just happens now. <laughs> I, I went to a, a chicken shop the other day and I got like a fake tattoo. Oh, one tattoo. of these fake ones. Yeah, it's pretty snazzy as well. Where was so. that? I really need to go and get Chicken Sours is not awful. It's actually quite a nice place. It sounds um, great. If they do fake tattoos, they must be good. Right? It's, it's got to be edgy <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, um, so, Feel, I saw on Spotify, and yeah. heard obviously, uh, it's got 400,000 like, yeah. streams, which is obviously incredible. Yeah. Um, Rome, again, a couple thousand as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, why do you think those songs kind of resonated more so than maybe some of your other stuff? I remember when I was doing my first project um, that I was going to release properly as Dan Crossley, as a full-on artist. I remember going into the studio with this different mindset to what I have now. It was always, you've got to write something like this. You've got to please other people all the time. When really, it was the songs that I went in and just said, okay, I need to write this, I need to get it off my chest. They're the ones that always do the best. Uh, that is one thing I'll say to any artist if you're trying to come up be yourself and write what you want and was that more feel than well, yeah exactly yeah feel more than rope. they always work out similar but like feel was like the first track that really broke me as like an upcoming artist it, it opened a lot of doors for me like writing and producing with people was there any kind of particular event that spurred that song or kind of led to the creative behind it was there any real message to it I think the, the message with feel is just to not apologise for your feelings like don't apologise if you want to cry cry if you want to be happy be happy you know um, whether that's male female whatever you know whatever background you're from it's okay to feel what you're feeling and it's alright to get it out and tell people about it it's a very positive message even though the song sounds pretty sad yeah. so <laughs> uh, definitely great message as well and also just like in the crowd here at Camden Assembly you're about to play as well which is an amazing venue like real mixed group of people like you know you've got some kind of like mar- marginally like older people but then you've also got some like quite like trendy looking people I say that like sounding super old but <laughs> you know you've got like a real mix of people yeah. and you've got a new song out yeah seven, seven minutes, minutes exactly yeah. just dripping from the hot forehead with sweat I've got my coat it's on it's hot in here it's hot um, where can we see you play that or perform that coming in the next few months um, so seven minutes was released last week um, Friday the 12th uh, seven, it, I feel like the new music really resonates with a lot more people um, just because it, it's I've taken it back to my roots I grew up on soul music so it's definitely got that twangy guitar and that gritty vocal that really like resonates with more people I guess um, so yeah I'm happy to see a wide, a wide variety of people I want as much people as possible to love what I do so uh, yeah I'm very happy to see the turnout today so it literally is crazy like big queues and everything great um, <laughs> are you playing anytime soon like in the Other next few months this. yeah um, I, I plan on doing a lot of live shows next year I really want to tour this upcoming EP as much as possible so um, yeah we'll be getting on to that next year awesome Dan Crossley thank you so much no for, problem for joining us on the show really appreciate it no that. worries thanks for having me
So that was the interview with Dan Crossley, absolute legend as well, not going to lie. Um, and Mark is going to review the interview afterwards <laughs> because I think I sounded so scared. There's a few it? points. A few points. But here is Dan Crossley's song, Rome. He mentioned it in the interview. Have a listen on Spotify as well. He's absolutely amazing and definitely one to watch for probably 2019. Going to be touring quite a lot. Here it is, Dan Crossley, Rome. So that was Dan Crossley with Rome. Absolutely amazing up-and-coming artist. I want to know what your thoughts are, Mark. That song was... Re- oh, are you, I'm peeking. No, that, was, that song was genuinely very good. Yeah, and I'm not going to lie, his whole set was amazing. Like, it really sounded good. like I'd heard it before in a good way. That is good. No need to lean into it. It was already a, there waiting for me like a, like a hot, fresh... At the gig, at the gig, he went. I'm going to slow things down. And when people will say that, usually I'm like, oh, it's going to get boring. And then he just did the most emotional R&B banger, and I was like, you've nailed it, Dan Crossley. Nailed it, loved it. But I thought you had another question. Okay, what's the what's the second? uh, What do you think of the interview? Okay, thank you for bringing that up. (laughs) Dan Crossley is a good singer, but he's a saint for getting through that interview, and it's. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's not a hard interview. It, I'm not saying that you're like Paxman asking the cutting questions. It was vague. So I thought I'd ask you your the questions that you asked him. Yeah. But he unrehearsed. So what are your style influences? My style influences are Russell Brand mixed <laughs> with Johnny Vaughan. <laughs> so the Radio X crowd. The Radio X crowd, 100%. Okay, that's strange. Uh, when was your... You've had a lot of no's in your career. When was your first yes? My first yes was One's Earth Radio. <laughs> And you're still here. Um, and then, when you said at the end, are you playing anytime soon? He was just about to go on stage. Yeah, but you can. I'm allowing him to plug, but he didn't know how to plug, and no. he didn't have anything coming up. You would. You should have said, "Give me your upcoming dates." Not go. Are you? Are you going on soon? <laughs> Mate, I said, "Have you got anything coming up?" And he says, "I don't really." And it was like, probably should have checked that beforehand. <laughs> But I was allowing him to have a little plug, as interviewers are supposed to do, Mark. Also, it was better than my, better than your interview because essentially I was there, yeah, I, well, I which I think I get ten points hey, for. You don't want to get into this because you didn't tell me it was happening. Yeah, it's because you wouldn't have come anyway. <laughs> so, Mark, essentially, this is your final show. You're fired. <laughs> um, I'm not fired. I'm keeping this alive. Dan Crossley, great guy, great interviewer as well. You could put him in front of a committee and he'd be able to get through it with your with the trash you had to deal with there. I had to do it all on my own, essentially hold a little microphone, never done it, it was terrifying. But Dan is a very nice guy and we are running over as well, we've got the news. Okay, go. You've been listening to Sam Peck and on One's Earth Radio, tune in every Sunday, one till three, we're going to have more artists coming up as well. So if you like new music, you'll like our show. We go to the news. Across Battersea, Putney and Ballam, this is Wandsworth Radio News.
It's three o'clock and I'm Sabrina Hook. Brexit Secretary Dominic Raab says the UK is open to expanding a transition period in a bid to break the deadlock in the negotiations. He says the government would consider such a step as a way of solving the issue around the Irish border backstop, provided there was a route out. Theresa May has admitted the issue is still causing problems. It is coming to crunch time for Theresa May. The question is whether she can continue with her ambiguity, which has succeeded her so far, to knit all of this together. Sooner or later, I think, there is going to become a crunch, and it could come from within the Conservative Party. Cabinet Minister Dominic Raab has criticised Saudi Arabia's explanation about the death of a journalist, describing it as not credible. After weeks of denials, the kingdom now says Jamal Khashoggi died in a fistfight in a at the Saudi consulate in Istanbul. Is 